You're with SBS Radio. Find more great stories in your language at sbs.com.au. Environmental groups and unions across Australia have joined the Gomorrah people's struggle opposing coal seam gas exploitation on Gomorrah country by mining giant Santos. It's feared the project will degrade country and especially generate what the groups say will be irreparable damage to the Artesian Basin, the biggest water reserve in the world. Santos has taken the case to the Native Title Tribunal with a hearing set to take place this Monday, April 11. With me to discuss the significance of the struggle between the Gomorrah people and Santos is Gomorrah man Raymond Bubbly Weatherall. Raymond, you're not just one of the organizers of the protest movement against uh, Santos. You also have a stake in the struggle. I'm a Gomorrah man from northwest New South Wales, uh, Colorado-Bray-Boree area. Um, I'm a Gomorrah native title applicant. I was voted in in 2016. At the moment, we're before the courts. We will be on Monday uh, with the National Native Title Tribunal with one of the proponents who have come to us are uh, they triggered native title, so Santos, it is on Monday. Um, so we're waiting at the moment just for that to happen. So you'll be in court this Monday, 11th of April. What will you be arguing? About eight to ten years ago, um, Santos proposed to put 850 gas wells in the Piliga scrub. Um, it's a part of Gumbaroi country, so any type of development on your country triggers native title, so they have to talk to... Um, or negotiate with the applicant group in regards to an agreement. We negotiated with them um, over the past three or four years. Uh, We had a meeting with our nation uh, two weeks ago on the 21st and the 25th of March. Um, We had voted no to that, to their agreement. Um, uh, We didn't think that it was fair at all in regards to uh, them coming into our land and uh, being there for 25 years. It's not about the money for us. It's about um, us sustaining our land. So um, as we know, CSG uh, can have a detrimental effect. Um, It sits on top of the Great Artesian Basin, and it's one of the biggest water reserves in the world. Um, So if that water is damaged, then you're not only talking about Gomorrah people, but you're talking about, uh, let's say, with farmers, where it's a food bowl of Australia there in that area with the Black Soil Plains. Uh, There's cotton, beef, all of those things, and then you're going up into Queensland, Northern Territory as well, with um, those underwater basins, are they're connected. So we'll go up into the Beetaloo as well um, and the Surat Basin. So it pretty much affects not only us but other people as well. So as Aboriginal people, we, we think outside of ourselves in regards to things. Um, you do have to look after your neighbours and the people that are on your country. So we, we voted no. Um, so that's why it's gone to the National Native Title Tribunal on Monday. Um Santos put in their fighter, it's called, the Future Act Determination application uh, last May. I thought it was a bit unfair with COVID happening at that time that they they pushed for a nation's meeting with one of the most vulnerable people in the country in regards to chronic diseases and other things that um, Aboriginal people are affected by. So we turned up in numbers, you know, that was indicative of uh, COVID. So the vote was 162 to 2 against and four abstentions, so it was a resounding result in regards to us voting no to the agreement that they came back with. Now, when it goes to court, it, it, if it's if they go with the Gomorrah people, it doesn't mean that Santos are out of our country. It just means that they have to restart negotiations or um, 
there or talk to us again and just see what happens. And that's another six months because with the FADA, the, the Future Act Determination Application Legislation, uh, they only have to negotiate with Aboriginal people for six months um, and then they can make an application to the court as they've done now to for them to rule on it. Now we're talking here about a very big project involving, as you said, some 850 gas wells. The mining giant can take the struggle really very high, even invoking that it's a project of national significance. If we think about the way that um, Scott Morrison has been talking in the past 18 months to two years about the gas-fired recovery, they've really been pushing uh, with gas. And as we've known around the world, you know, um, gas, CSG isn't, um, it's not viable. I mean, most of the gas here, they, we believe that they're going to export it and sell it to overseas. Um, Australia has enough gas at the moment, so we, we don't believe that. I think they're just doing it to make money overseas. We do with, with Santos. And, I mean, if you think about those 850 gas wells that are going over the next 25 years, uh, when the project's finished, the concrete that they put into the ground is still there. It will stay there. The detrimental effect that that will have on the environment as well, and you're talking about 850 wells in a certain area of the Pilgrim Scrub where you're talking about ecosystems, you're talking about, you know, animals, there are endangered box gum trees that are in there. To us, the Gomorrah people, it's a very significant area in regards to the ceremony that was done there before Europeans came to our country. It's halfway in between our nation. It's right in the centre of it. So we had other nations that came to our land and passed through there, did ceremony with us on the way down here to what over Sydney. We, we just feel that for us to still maintain that spiritual connection to our country, that we, we could not have said yes. And the negotiations weren't weren't in good faith, as we hear from proponents a lot of the time. You know, we, we just felt that they were just going through the motions with us and then they just wanted to go to the court. But 99% of the time, uh, the National Native Title Tribunal or the government, they go with proponents. So we're, our backs are against the wall. Um, you have no right to veto mining in Native Title, but um, we believe that a strong no vote you know, sends a very clear message to uh, Santos and the you know the Australian government that we don't want it there. And I mean, if you see it in COP26 when they had that not long ago, Santos were actually the sponsor of the Australian government who were there. Their uh, placards and posters were everywhere over there. We know that um, they get money from mining companies here, yeah. uh, both the Libs and Nats. You know, so I mean, it's, it's they're sort of buying the vote of the government in regards to that, and you know, it, it's not fair or equitable for Aboriginal people, you know what I mean, when, when they're pushed into a quarter, but it's not as if we've had a fair deal from, you know, our colonisation and it has not changed in regards to the way that they treat us when they come into our land trying to do this type of stuff. Yeah, you mentioned earlier that traditional owners voted 162 against and only two in favour. Well, that's a resounding community disapproval of the project, but on the other hand, Santos has deep pockets and has tremendous influence in the corporate world and institutions. Who have you got on your side? Well, I'm, I've been working with and a few other corporate people have been trying to build up um, friendships within the uh, unions lately, you know, to, to try to have them come on board and uh, just say no. I mean, for a just transition and there are jobs, you know, in renewable energy, as people know, you know, you still got to do that as well. Um, just not with the building or construction of it, you know. So we have 
little faith in the court system, but I believe that we have a very good case. You know, when we go in front of uh, Santos and uh, Judge Dowson, I think it is, on Monday morning. So I, I really do hope that they look at it in a fair way and we do get the result that we want as Goomeroy people. Now, we will still have to negotiate with them, but at, at the end of the day, I, I think it, if it does go our way, it'll be inspirational to other Aboriginal people across the country who feel that they have to say yes all the time. Hopefully they'll, you know, get some inspiration out of that to say, no, we don't want it on our land. And, you know, there's been enough destruction. You know, there, there are 25 to 30 active mines on our country already underground and open cut. Now, for them to put CSG in there, you know, it'll, it's, it'll just quicken up the process of climate change. I mean, people don't really see it here in the city. Travelling home to my country all of the time, there's extreme weather on both fronts in regards to summer and winter. Winter gets down below zero. Summer, like out at where I was born, Colorado, it gets up to 45 to 50 degrees in summertime times, you know, and there's a lack of water there because of the drought, you know, and you do have farms out there who drain the rivers so that they can irrigate their crops, you know, in regards to cotton and other things that they have there. So that sort of everything is interconnected in regards to water. If Santos, you know, poison that water there, then it'll be catastrophic. Not, not only for Gomorrah people, but for everybody under on top of that Great Artesian Basin. But if we put the environmental degradation aside, surely the project must have some positive outcomes, including economic benefits as well as potential employment for the local community. Uh, there were things within the agreement, let's say, with uh, for Gomorrah people to you know get jobs here and there, but I think that would be in the production stage because once it's up and running, you only have people going out there to check on you know, the, the production of itself, you know what I mean, with the gas going through the pipeline that's going to be built. And sustainably, I don't think that it would create any, let's say, real change in regards to monetary be benefit to us as Gomorrah with what was offered. You know, I mean, Santos, it was terrible, the offer. You know, and when, when our nation seen of the people who were there, they, they were quite upset in regards to what was being offered over that 25-year period. We all say, you know what I mean, like, as I said in the meeting itself, um, there was never a value put on money in my household. Our land is what, you know, is is rich. You know, that, that's what gives us our richness, you know, our, our wealth in regards to that, walking on that sand, you know, with no shoes and socks on so that the DNA that's in that land comes up through your body. That's, that's where our spirit and our love comes from. It's from the land. It doesn't come from money, of course. We need money to survive. Well, that's not the be-all and end-all of our existence as Gomorrah people. Now, Raymond, now you've uh, really depicted a picture of the whole situation extensively. Is there anything you'd like to add that uh, we may have missed? I want to thank you for your interest and actually giving me the opportunity to, you know, come on the radio and um, share it with people. Um, the one thing that mainstream media does, you know, they strike uh, the government's views. They, they never give the views of the people who actually are are impacted more so by their decisions in regards to mining and other developments that they have. So I just want to thank you. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.